Happy New Year and welcome back to the 13th Sign podcast. It's a new year and we've got a new microphone and we're ready to go. New year, new us. Yes. <laughs> um, so we've got a New Year's episode for all of you guys, even though it's mid-January. like to kick it off late, um, like we always do. Yeah. Um, if you don't live in Australia, Brisbane just went into lockdown when we were supposed to be recording. Um, yeah, so we'd have we had to push everything back. So we wanted twenty twenty one to be just a great start, and it didn't really happen like that. But you so. know what? It's just going to get better from here. Well, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just uh, it's been a while since we've gotten to talk to you guys. Um, I'm now twenty eight weeks pregnant. Um, she is very pregnant, everyone. I can yeah, so I look, I, I look a that. little bit like I've just shoved um, a balloon under my shirt, but that's fine. <laughs> How have you been? What's been happening? I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. Well, yeah, this is probably the longest that we've been separated for like quite a bit. Yeah, because we've been seeing each other like twice a week, every week. Yeah, at mm. least. Mm. And then obviously we had a three-day lockdown in Brisbane and... Um, then after that, I didn't really see you for like a week. So it was like a week and a half. It's been a long time. Yeah. We're just going to be having like a bit of a catch up chat with you guys. We've got a few things that we'll be going over, um, that might be new to you. So at the end of the podcast today, we're going to be talking about perfections. Um, it's not a very common, commonly used in like mainstream astrology. It's been something that we've kind of discovered in the end of 2020 and we've found it really interesting. So, And I think it's something that can be explained a little bit e- more easily than like getting super into astrology and the transits and su- stuff like that. Like obviously when you're first starting out, there's a lot to go through and it can mm. seem really daunting, especially if you're in that like spiritual astrology community online. I feel like... I mean, just a quick update is um, I feel like in the last couple of months I've been I've stepped back a little bit from the like community online because it's mm. it it's very overwhelming sometimes because it's so saturated now and it's like everyone's doing their own thing. But like, uh, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot. And I one of the biggest things that I've kind of found with my like learning astrology is initially I was like following every single astrology account that I could find and since I've learnt more than just like the basic sun sign and everything since I've been trying to get my own understanding of astrology and stuff I found that sometimes when you follow too many accounts it can actually limit you because not that the astrology is wrong. The astrology is the same. It's going to look like the chart is going to look the way that the chart does no matter what. But as individual people with individual experiences, everyone interprets the charts differently mm-hmm. and everyone chooses to take different things from them. And so I think I've just been trying, I've actually been like kind of detoxing who I Me follow yep. um, because a lot of people um, with the modern astrology phase that we're going through where everyone's like um everyone's just on instagram becoming an astrologer Mm. (laughs) not that we can complain because that's pretty much exactly what we're doing but i feel like as so many people are taking such a negative negative route with it and so i was like looking at a lot of placements and stuff negatively when it's the complete opposite so i've been cleaning those people out and following a lot more positive accounts yeah i think it's also important with instagram obviously in general to realize when a account an account is getting to be like toxic Mm -hmm. and obviously can it can start out differently and then you realize this is getting a little bit like toxic just not good Mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's important to stick with the people that you really resonate with and and make you feel good yeah like like colin if you don't follow Colin, you need he's, to. He's, he's queer cosmos on um, Instagram. Instagram. Oh, we love him. We love he him. He speaks to the Gemini Venus in me. Oh, I I can't even. My oh. heart just sings every time he posts something. I'm just like, oh, Colin. Yeah, because he talk will to make me. me feel positive mm-hmm. about every single placement, every single transit. Like I feel like if I'm getting concerned about a transit or I'm getting too in my head about something like when venus was going through sag i was like kind of stressing like it's 
my partner going to run away from me because I'm tying him down? Like all of those things. And he talks about it in such a positive way. And then he, and he provides like solutions, mm. which is like just such a huge thing. We're going soft. I know we are. <laughs> but but yeah, it, that's that's been what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we both have been sort of stepping back from the saturation of the community online and just creating, I guess, a little bit more of our own community, I guess. Obviously, it's very small. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also doing our own, like, inter- like, I've been doing a lot of internal me reading books like mm. i've been i've been in love with the books i got for christmas mm. thank you mum. <laughs> um and so i've been really diving into my astrology from my own point of view and becoming a lot more in tune with myself and i feel like you've been doing a lot of work with other people and you've been doing a lot of you've been analyzing a lot of charts lately for other I people i have been i i've had a recent influx of people just like and I didn't sort of mean to do it because initially I'm like, well, I don't really specifically want to be an astrologer, but I do find it very interesting and I love talking about it and stuff like that. So, you know, I do find myself like just asking people like, oh, when's your birthday? Mm. <laughs> um, and then they'll usually be like, oh, well, what does that mean? And I'll be like, well, I'm not an astrologer, but let me look at your chart. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you about the trauma that you had when you were three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So um, I've done, yeah, a couple of... Um, quick interpretations of some charts um, i'm trying to for... be, i'm trying to convince her to do sessions guys so you guys you guys will have to tell elise that she That's needs to no it, it, it I... won't be for like at least a year well yeah but... i definitely need to get some actual credentials behind me but um which is one of the goals for this year but um yeah i just find it so fun and doing and finding that validation in the chart because it's like dude i'm not a psychic like I look at the chart and I interpret it. I might interpret it wrong or I might not like, but I, you know, telling someone something being like, Oh, this could mean this. Like, does that resonate? And then being like, yeah, it actually does makes me go, Oh, Mm. cool. Like I'm glad I can like pick up on something that like resonates with you and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so I was doing a couple of readings for my, uh, mum's, boyfriend's kids <laughs> which is so random and um and at work as well yeah and at work I, I did a couple of people um yeah and I just found it like very interesting and it, it was fun although yeah I'm I don't know I'm a weird person with money like being a Taurus and like everyone thinks that like Tauruses are like obsessed with money and you're also a Scorpio North node and Scorpio North nodes because I've what well, the research I've been doing has been into North nodes which we're going to do a whole episode on but one of the big things that I was reading about Scorpio North nodes is they have a real problem with money mm. like like not in the sense that they spend it all but they have they just have a bad relationship with either not wanting it or wanting too much of it mm. or one or the other yeah, I'm definitely one that, like, I do have a weird relationship with money because I sort of get it and I seem to hold on to it, mm-hmm. but also That's I so do like <laughs> spending it, but spending it on day-to-day luxuries, no, which yeah, is a very tourist yeah, thing. Yeah, like you like to spend it on things that give you pleasure. Exactly. Like, Like, you would much prefer to spend $100 on coffee every week. Mm-hmm for 55 52 weeks a year then spend five grand on a coffee machine yeah that's definitely true (laughs) even though it adds up to be probably more like yeah yeah no that's definitely me Mm. but yeah so we've just been doing a lot of self-reflection leading into the new year but anyway leading on to that we just wanted to talk about so we've talked about the moon and everything obviously before when we've talked about planetary bodies and Mm. all of that type of stuff but we did want to talk about like the moon cycle and just cycles in general because there was a lot of cycles that were coming to an end in 2020 a lot of huge big things happening conjunctions all that type of stuff and so heading into 2021 i just want to focus on the simple things yeah i want to focus on the moon (laughs) yeah exactly i feel like the moon is something that and that's how i started with astrology as well is just focusing on the moon because once you get into it there's too many things happening and it's so many things to like focus on and be like oh what transit am i in today or what's this doing what's this doing like it's too much to focus on yeah the only thing that i really focus on 
day to day apart from like when I when a big thing is happening like obviously the great conjunction and mm. shit I couldn't really avoid thinking about mm. um but the only real things that I focus on day to day is probably like Venus and Venus Mercury and the moon mm. yeah I definitely focus more on where the moon is mm-hmm. I notice specific transits like venus in scorpio or venus in gemini they seem to hit me pretty hard mm-hmm. any water sign moon mm. fucks me up air uh, i love a virgo moon virgo moons are like getting shit done mm-hmm. I've, i thought it was nearly a virgo moon the other day because i did something and i was like oh must be and then it wasn't and mm. then i was like oh I, i'm like i can take full responsibility from that action because it wasn't the moon making me do it i yeah. did it on my own um but yeah, I, those are the ones that I find really, really affect me. And because obviously, like, the, I feel like as women, we can be, like, in a lot more in tune, a lot more with the moon Definitely. as well, because it's so linked up to our menstrual cycle and everything. And, and I think you're definitely more connected at the moment because you're pregnant as well. Mm-hmm. So that, like, amplifies everything. Yeah, so when I when I when you have a Pisces full moon when you're pregnant, I I know that like the last Pisces moon was in October, but I'm still not over it. (laughs) Um, that that shit was not nice on my birthday. Oh (laughs) Um, yeah. Like if I have like an Aries moon or something, like if I have a fire sign moon going on, my temper's a lot worse, and those are the days where I'm a little bit more snappy. And then if I have a water moon, those are the days where I'm like literally bawling my eyes out every single second. Mm -hmm. And then the earth and air I probably Taurus moon is probably the times when I get the most cravings okay (laughs) but but they're not like those ones don't affect me as much yeah I feel like I notice those ones the most as well Mm. except for Virgo yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. um and because that's another thing as well is because like with like your your periods and stuff you have like such um peaks in energy Mm. like you go through like when you're ovulating you're like feeling like so motivated I'm gonna get all of this shit done and then like like before you get your period it's the like the new moon and you just like lose all motivation and like I feel like before I understood the moon cycle and like understood my own body as well like obviously I'm not getting periods at the moment but the moon still still exists (laughs) um but I feel like I would always get like on a full moon I would be like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna get all of this shit done I'm so prepared for this whole time I'm gonna like that would always be the time where I'm like I'm gonna start a new diet (laughs) so toxic (laughs) but like I'm gonna start focusing on myself I'm going to read more books I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and then as it would get to the new moon the energy would just be slammed and it's like a struggle to get out of bed mm. and I would always like beat myself up so much for it and then but since like understanding the moon cycle more I'm like okay I can under I can forgive myself for not being as productive during this time because I can understand that I am going to be affected by it yeah I feel like yeah I've sort of learned to do that as well but see I am a full moon baby mm-hmm. so when the new moon is happening and everyone's like writing down their goals like manifesting got some energy they're ready to like you know ready for the next month i'm literally so fucking exhausted i could like barely do anything i'm like i'm like that too yeah i i cannot like new moons new moons kill me i can't Mm. and then on the full moon i'm like i'm ready i'm ready to start manifesting but then i'm like wait i can't Mm. yeah because well yeah, because I've always... Because I'm, I'm not a witch. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually know when you're supposed to be doing the right rituals at the right well. time. But for me, like, analysing myself, I'm exactly the same as you. I know I'm not a full moon baby, but I might be on the fuller moon side of it. This new moon, I like, I the last thing I was going to do was manifest anything. Literally. Sometimes it comes up so fast and I'm like, oh, again? Like, <laughs> it's been a month? Like, what the heck? But yeah, like, I feel like once you get you know yourself 
in the cycle because like obviously not everyone's cycle is going to perfectly line up with the moon mm. and all of that like not everyone's on the period at the same time um unless you're roommates and you live together yes <laughs> probably <laughs> but yeah i i think that like once you learn how to use the moon to your advantage then you can like use it in like manifestation and stuff definitely. and that's definitely one of the my big goals for this year is I want to be doing more manifesting. Um, just a side note on the witchiness of it all. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't know, and especially if you're starting to study like witchcraft and all that sort of stuff or trying to manifest, depending on how you're doing it, like if it's a whole, you're following the law of attraction thing or if you're doing it more like the witchcraft route, um, a lot of people sort of get into like, manifesting in the spells and shit straight away and sort of forget about the basics of just having your energy like Mm. at a basic good line Mm. so like a lot of people jump straight into like oh i need to be manifesting i need to be writing down these doing these spells doing these like potions or whatever but the first rule of like witchcraft is like you always have to like center and ground yourself so your energy is like good to start off with Mm. because like even if you don't believe in witchcraft or whatever you you're going to be manifesting stuff anyways Mm -hmm. so you might as well like try and manifest like good things Mm. rather than manifesting the bad things and like that starts off with like having good like hygiene and like the basics of Mm -hmm. life before you get into any like spell casting and stuff like that because that's been a hundred percent my point of view because i look at it like because that's the thing as well I feel like witchcraft is like such a scary word because Mm. as soon as you say it people think of like witch hats and broomsticks Mm. and like yes that can be like a vibe but that's not what it is and so for me I was like the way I kind of look at it in terms of myself is like with manifestation and like trying to do even more stuff with tarot Um, because I was kind of getting really into that and then I was like kind of stepped away a bit more is I feel like it's like because it's I say it's not witchcraft but like me me internally thinking about it I'm like you're making like a potion right like Mm. you're, you're casting a spell whether it's you just saying like I feel good I look good when you look in the mirror like that's a spell that's energy you're putting out and whatever Mm. but I feel like like if I'm making pasta (laughs) it's very Taurus (laughs) um like if you're making pasta out of a dirty pot it's not going to taste good Mm -hmm, and so I've been trying to like clean the pot Mm -hmm. and like be focused more as you said like even just like hygiene like getting up making sure have a shower brush your teeth wash your face before you start the day Mm -hmm. like so I think what you're saying is 100% right I think you definitely need to focus on yourself and getting yourself right and then be putting out and building that. On that yeah yeah like already having the positive energy because mm-hmm. otherwise if you're gonna if you're cooking pasta out of a dirty pot it's gonna end up tasting burnt exactly it's gonna mm-hmm. taste like shit because <laughs> <laughs> what what goals do you have for this year i feel like i bring this into every single year and it's to not beat myself up about anything (laughs) so like obviously I struggle with like being a perfectionist and stuff like Mm -hmm. I'm a Aries Mars so um I start things pretty quickly and then I just like I'm just like move on to the next thing (laughs) (laughs) so you'll see on the Instagram I'm just like bam 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 and then nothing for like a week yeah (laughs) um so that's something that I you know I still beat myself up about in general but i try not to do that yeah i had that i put down a similar one i said forgive myself for not meeting my standards yes because i think like especially this year going into motherhood i think i have extremely high expectations of what i'm going to be doing what i'm going to how i'm going to treat my baby how i'm going to have be perfect be a perfect mom in my mind um and i know i'm not going to meet those expectations so it's like trying to set myself realistic expectations but if I don't meet them that's okay um and all all of that type of stuff because I feel like you can just beat yourself up for so many things and And then it makes you not want to do it even more definitely yeah I was talking to a friend actually recently and um 
one of her New Year's resolutions goals or whatever was to um, I can't remember the quote she said but um, it was like uh, like doing something is better like than doing nothing mm. and so it's like you know even if you meditate for literally one minute that's that's better than you know not doing anything yeah so it's like and I've struggled with that a lot is like well if I'm gonna do something like I better do an hour of it or I'd better whatever mm-hmm. and like I think like in the last couple of years I have like tried to slow down and just be like okay well if I only have five minutes in the morning I can do one minute meditation one minute this like and just still tick those goals off to have a good day mm-hmm. and just like I've done it because mm. and I think that that's a, such a thing with the phones as well is like I'll be like well I'll just go on my phone instead of doing something in the morning and because like this morning for well like with my with my pregnancy I've been having a lot of hip problems so I've been like really struggling with like just getting up and down and like walking and like everything <laughs> literally everything (laughs) literally everything and it's only going to get worse i know so please don't tell me please don't send me an instagram message telling me that i don't know what pain is because i know it's going to get worse i feel like you do know what it is (laughs) it's been a struggle this whole time yeah um but like i've been in my head i'm like well i can't go for the 5k walk that i usually can because i know that by the end of it i won't be able to get up or do anything move move once i get home (laughs) and like I might need to get my partner to like pick me up from the walk because I might not be able to make it home or whatever. So then it's like, well, I just won't walk. And then it's like, well, no, that that's, you can, you can just go for a short walk. You can go for a walk for 10, 15 minutes instead of going for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think coming to terms with the fact that less is more sometimes, like even though I was only going for like 10, 15 minutes for my walk with the dogs this morning. That was 10, 15 minutes that I wasn't just scrolling through TikTok mm-hmm. or like sc- like waste- wasting time trying to numb my brain. Yep. And I was like doing something active and like engaging with nature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and because that was like, this kind of ties into one of my other goals was um, I feel like I have such a fear of failing that it just stops me from doing things totally so like i have a fear of failing going for my walk and not being able to finish it so i'm like i just won't walk Mm -hmm. and that's like completely completely impractical (laughs) and it's like i feel like that's stopped me so much because i was like definitely in school was like if i get a b i failed i didn't never learned to appreciate failure and i think that that's something i want to try and do more in, in 2021 is learn to appreciate when I make a mistake and to appreciate when I stuff up and when something fails and all of that and see that as a learning experience and an opportunity for me to grow because then I won't, then I'll stop restricting myself from doing things for having a fear of failure. So that's yeah. one of my big ones as well. Yeah, I think that's definitely there for a lot of people. Like obviously it's there for me as well. I don't know, we've been conditioned as well to think of failure as a bad thing Mm -hmm. and that, like, if you fail, like, you failed so you can't try again. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, that's literally life is failing and making mistakes and that's, like, the harder you fall is the quicker you, like, learn. And, like, and I think that it's to do with um, my 12th house, Saturn, is, like, I think I've got such a big fear of failing and, like, going out of my boundary and then it not working. Mm-hmm. Like if I do something that like a parent or grandparent or any influential person has told me not to do because they didn't do it mm-hmm. when they were a kid or they don't think it's right. And then I do that. If that fails, then you've got like the, I told you so and all mm-hmm. of that. And like, not that my parents are like that at all, but it's like internal in my brain, in my brain, <laughs> in my brain. So it's like, I think I just like getting over that is my, my journey, which also leads into my, one of my other ones is getting over my fear of fucking Saturn. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah, I said this, I say this to Billy all the time. She's got so much time, so much time to prepare. And like, that's what they say like if you're ready if you're prepared you're you're gonna be fine it's fine whatever so i feel like you just shouldn't be scared scared. it's gonna happen anyway (laughs) it's gonna happen i can't stop it happening i know but it's like so far away 
so far away. Yeah, me and Saturn might be best friends by the time it comes around. What's another one of yours? Um, Oh, okay. So I did say, we we touched on this before, but um, one of my ones was not get caught up with Insta astrology. Mm. which is as we talked before it's getting so saturated at the moment it's really also starting like a small business like we are i see everyone's businesses that have already like been around for like a couple of years and they're flourishing and blah 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 and i'm like oh like why aren't we like that yet and i'm like well, we literally fucking just started like it's gonna take some time mm. like and i think that is also the thing with the failure as well it's like i've wanted to do something like this for so long but i've never done it because i thought i like in some way wasn't ready or could never live up to my the expectation in my head of what it is to have a podcast or what mm. it is to have like a spiritual business and that's like, even just with like editing the podcast as well is like we (laughs) I feel like we could be doing so much more but we both want it to be like absolutely perfect perfect. like you have no you you have no idea how many of the episodes that are live on our our account right now that I've told Elise to fully delete and never post I know and I have to be like no 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 we're gonna keep that in no 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 like or and but yeah I do have a a bit of a struggle with uh being a perfectionist and especially with editing the podcast because I do all the editing um we, we don't have a team here it's just us yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so doing that and being such a perfectionist and like like guys i literally will edit out like 90 percent of the ums mm-hmm. which doesn't need to happen we all say um it's fine whatever but for some reason i just I just have to do it. So that's one of my New Year's resolutions for Elise. Is to not is, say um. <laughs> no, is to just not edit the podcast as much. Yeah, as much. Yeah. We're, we're, like, we're not insane here. We're not, we're not going to make you listen to everything we say, but to try and make it a little bit... Like, I think that that's why we're like, we're going to start planning the episodes a bit better and stuff so then we don't have mm. to do as... Well, you don't have to do as much editing yeah. afterwards. Cause, but it is also sometimes counterintuitive because... I feel like when we plan the episodes, like it gets in my brain, I'm like, well, I'm rigid, like I'm into this like rigid dot point thing. I can't like delve outside the vicinity of these dot points, you know? Yeah, which but is just not it's us. Not, I mean, it's not us. So don't we go on tangents about. whether we plan things or whether we don't. So. Yeah. No, feel free to go on a tangent too. At least we have the things to tie ourselves back to when we, when I, we finish yeah, the tangent. True. So don't stress. Well, apparently I lose my thought in like two <laughs> seconds. So if anyone knows um, any anything to help my memory, <laughs> hit me up. Well, well the moon know. is in Aquarius, so... Uh. <laughs> we can... Let's blame it on that, shall let's, we? <laughs> yeah, let's... Well, and, and there's like fucking... 10,000 million trillion planets in Aquarius at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And that's only going to get worse after February. I know. It's only going to get worse for me because that's my perfection of next year too. Well, it's my current perfection, but we're going to get into that. We'll get into that later. Um, My last ones are pretty basic. It's just like manifesting more and meditating more. Because I really... This might be one of my things about me being a perfect mum that I have built up in my head. But I really want to do meditations with my baby that's so cute because like i feel like i've been like um not that i've been meditating a lot since i've been pregnant i feel like when i meditate i just have so many thoughts going through my head it's really hard for me to pick on pick one and then just focus on that and focus on like a mantra or focus on like a some what someone's saying so i've been like focusing like on my baby and like building Mm. a connection with him that's so sweet (laughs) so i feel like when he's born I would like to like continue that and like obviously I think that I could not imagine how different I would be if I had found a lot of this a lot of these techniques and things when I was younger so I really want to bring like the calming mind into him especially if he's going to be an Aries <laughs> with I did I did the calculations and I'm pretty much I'm going to either have a Pisces stellium or an Aries stellium and that's terrifying (laughs) so um i'm definitely looking forward to um meditating (laughs) Um, and manifesting positive thoughts and not looking at my child's birth chart every fucking second no like like literally being in labor looking at because the ascendant's so important (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna really try not to look 
I know I'm, I'm fucking you're gonna lying look, right now. But like, I'm, you're gonna try not to. I'm gonna try not to look because my um my husband was like, he's he's like I think it's awesome. Like he's fully supportive of me being into astrology, but he's like I don't want you to look at our son's birth chart and then decide Why? that this is how he's going to be and make all of these decisions before we even get to meet him. And I'm like, no, of course I wouldn't do that. I can't believe you would said you is such an evil thing. Like, <laughs> like fully like, no, what do you mean? And then I followed that sentence with, but if we have an Aries stellium, there's no way that I can name him the name that we're thinking of naming him because the name that we're thinking of naming him is such a Pisces name. Is and it I- though? <laughs> I feel like it's such a strong... I mean, it's, a, it's such an old soul name. I feel like an Aries. It can be both, though. It can be an old soul, I guess. But I feel like it, it's definitely. I feel like an Aries name needs to be like name. a Archie, like a. Ew. I know. <laughs> I can't think of any good Aries boys' names. Yeah, but like a, I think you, you, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. So yeah, but whatever's meant to be is meant to be. Um. Well, one of my other ones uh, is. Is it? Oh yes, um, I really need to go back and see a psychologist. <laughs> yes, twenty free sessions now in yes, Australia. It's very exciting. So um, I'm going to try and do that. Sorry, we've we're recording with the dogs. So if you hear any snorts or yeah, I was like, what was that noise? Snorts or yawns or um, whatever. It's just the puppies. Yeah, I think he just woke up from his nap. Yeah, if you live in. Queensland or I don't know whether it's Australia-wide they've doubled the amount of free psychology appointments that mm. you get so I wonder if that's like permanent or like as as permanent as something like that can be or if it's like just specifically because of COVID I think I think they're gonna have to keep it because oh, I hope so <laughs> well uh, t- like I say 10 just doesn't make sense because it's not even one a month and then there's our American listeners that are like you guys get free psychologists yeah literally I'm like <laughs> wait what move to Australia yeah <laughs> better um yeah so one of my things yeah for this year is definitely to actually go see a psychologist and get and stick with one because I seem to like to get one session and get no, I don't like you I don't like you goodbye <laughs> well yeah because i've only had two psychologists in my life mm. and um i went there for like um just a huge rate pretty much everything it's pretty much mental <laughs> I, pr- I, I pretty much pretty much had all of the mental health issues um and the first one after my appointment um she left she walked down of the appointment crying and resigned so Who did my psychologist Oh, this was the one that you had when you were really young, hey? Yeah, well, these are the only two that I've had. So she walked down of the the thing crying, and it wasn't even like a psychology appointment. She was just asking – she was just doing my prerequisite fill-out form, asking me questions. And, um, yeah, so she walked down of the room crying and then brought in her two managers. And then I had to, like, get interrogated by, like, three people – or being like, why are you like are you kind of just being like, why are you so fucked up and why are you telling us? And I was like, my Gemini moon must have been really ignited that day where I was just like, yeah, I'll tell you everything. Um, and then, yeah, she resigned. Like I had another appointment two days later and she'd resigned in that time. So I don't know what I did to her. Oh <laughs> I have just realized that I've, I thought I'd only seen three psychologists, but I've just realized I've seen four if you count the one. When oh. I was 15. <laughs> so, yes, I'm very picky when it comes to um, psychologists, as you should be if you don't vibe. Mm. I just hate the whole – I mean, it's my own fault because I just one and done, see you later. I don't like you next. But um, I hate the whole thing of just, like, having to re-say your life story. But also – so, yeah, going to see a psychologist is one, but then also I would like to find a – astrologer to be some sort of mentor um so do that as a regular sort of thing so i can um like build a relationship with one definitely because i would i mean i would love to have a psychologist who is also an astrologer or like at least a spiritual like that honestly i don't know why that isn't like i don't I don't understand why all astrologers don't have a, a psychology degree. Literally. Because it's like, I feel like one of the hardest things with it is, 
is that like they literally will tell you exactly who you are and how you're feeling, but they can't really like prescribe. Like, not that I want them to give me medication, but like in regards to like techniques and stuff, like they'll be like, oh, well, like they can give you the astrology techniques because they're not an, uh, a psychologist. They're not really allowed to give you psychologist advice. Like mm. they can't really use mental health terms in your sessions because they're not a psychologist and then they can't break that that invisible gray line or whatever um but i feel like if you had if they had more people that were just combined it would be be so much easier for me mm-hmm, definitely yeah that's something that i would definitely like and i could see an astrologer for free for 20 sessions True. oh my god that'd be so good yeah <laughs> that's so definitely what, what i would like to do in the future because like obviously i like both those things and they interest me and yeah i would love to see how that intertwines my my word of the year um your mantra my mantra it's more for myself in general and it is um truth uh just getting over your scorpio stellium (laughs) yeah it's not not lying to people and not in the way that it's more like you know when people ask me how i am i i usually lie Mm-hmm. Which is like a general thing that people do. <laughs> oh, is and, and like a good example is like your um tattoo thing. How you like have yeah. three responses for your tattoos yeah, it and depends. then you just pick one. Yeah, it depends on the day. It depends how stable I am on the day. It depends if I'm at work. Usually it happens at work and r- random people will ask me um like what my tattoos mean and stuff and obviously I'll give them either the super deep meaning if I'm if I'm feeling shocking or um, if you want them to just kind of fuck them up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I want to fuck you up, I'll tell you the real shit. Um, Such a Scorpio. Yeah. Um, Or I'll just tell you like the basic uh, meaning. Or you or or you will say a lie. Or I'll lie. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this. Like you know. So I'm I'm trying to be more truthful within the community um not literally the community but with people i interact with as well as myself Mm. i feel like yeah i feel like i need to do that more internally Mm. because i feel like i find it easier to like talk to you about how i'm feeling how i'm doing all of those things than actually having a conversation with myself about it mm-hmm. and like being like okay girl we need to we need to talk we Speak need to stand shit. in front of the mirror and have a conversation someone take minutes someone take notes and we're actually going to action shit because we can't just it's, keep on going around in circles it's your your gemini meeting yeah i need to have a gemini meeting we need to all your come different personality yeah we i've got enough notebooks now that everyone can have their own notebook no. at, the, at the meeting and we'll sit down and we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll figure it out mm. and we'll come to some decisions and then we'll actually start being able to be honest with ourselves from then on yeah and I, I think also like coming into this year as well and trying to be honest with myself it's also the fact that I'm being honest about what I can do in a day mm-hmm. and what like what I know I can do in a day and what I think I can do in a day are like completely different things such so, ego energy yeah so I'll obviously spread myself too thin and then end up fucking something up or whatever mm. or, or you'll spread your, you'll, or... you'll commit to too many things and then you'll just wake up and be like i can't do all of that so i'm just gonna do none of it yeah exactly mm. yeah that was also one of my other ones that i said yeah i think that's it yeah i think oh wait no i forgot about my caravan <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah if you don't know me personally um I have an obsession with tiny houses and I want to get a caravan and van life yes and I want to get a caravan um to prep myself for eventually living in a tiny house so I can Marie Kondo my life as I have many times before um but keep doing that and then sort of live a, a quieter smaller footprint life and eventually have land and a tiny That's house that's such and a north node journey for you I know it's so Cause, annoying because like... you're, you're like whole, with the whole north node scorpio your whole journey is about letting go of things and mm. like learning that you don't need to hold on to everything Material that you've things. got yeah 
and like Which obviously is Taurus as well. Totally but my struggle though. But like yeah, and it's all about just like learning to let go. So if you, I feel like if you're able to like do all of those things, you'll be able to find I'm, so much happiness. Yeah, I'm definitely finding that over the years, I am getting better at the material things because mm-hmm. also being a Taurus, I love visually beautiful things and I love being surrounded by just things that have a story and like for a long time and I still am I'm was obsessed with like antiques and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but I took that in a way where it was like the more I have like it's cooler I don't know I wanted a big house with all these antiques I wanted like a Victorian style mansion and stuff like that like and now so you have more rooms to put all the yeah exactly exactly because there's so many beautiful antiques in the world and but the problem with antiques and I think that that's because like not gonna lie you did become a little bit of a hoarder for a second i mean i had a big house to put things in <laughs> and then you moved in to to a small a, a room apartment. yeah <laughs> a tiny um, studio apartment um because and i think it's so much harder with antiques because there's so much history so much and you so, don't want to chuck it away it's also a weird combination because i've always obviously loved things loved antiques but also i'm such a cheapskate Mm. so it doesn't really make sense Mm -hmm. yeah anyways i'm going off on a tangent um but yeah letting go of physical things has been definitely a lot easier Mm. but i feel like i have always had a struggle especially i mean even in high school letting go of people is still my biggest struggle yeah see i do not have that problem (laughs) yeah you're like baby (laughs) with the whole um new year's resolutions and stuff i like that's kind of where we kind of found out about perfections hopefully we won't butcher this explanation obviously been listening to multiple different astrology podcasts and different things always learning um and yeah they were talking about, about perfections and i was like what i've never heard this thing before like what is this and they basically so a perfection is basically a theme of the year so it starts your ascendant and it goes around it obviously starts the first year of birth so you're in your first house and then second year of birth second house etc and it goes around and around and around you can figure it out online um yeah there's heaps of if you just type in like calculate perfection and um, it's perfection perfection not perfection yeah i definitely wrote in perfection with my first google search <laughs> and nothing came up um i think i used <laughs> astro chart to do mine yes i did as well yeah yeah yeah. um yeah so you can find that out and it's a really good way to have a bit of a theme of the year um Mm. without being bogged down by like trying to figure out the the transits and your transit and everything at that period of time whatever that day is like it gets overwhelming um when you're trying to like obviously live life and you know if you're into astrology and trying to like look at the planets and everything and what's happening it can get very overwhelming so a perfection is sort of one overall theme that you can sort of focus on it starts on your birthday or the day after your birthday Mm. like that's it that's your year and it starts like that Mm. not the calendar year i like the fact that obviously as you said it provides like a theme for the year and like with it instead of you having to like really focus on like everything that's going on like all the time you can really look at the planets that are interacting with the your perfection for that year instead of looking at everything it's kind of like if you're doing like a meditation if you sit down and just like i'm gonna meditate if you don't have anything to meditate on it's like what do you do yeah there's too much like there's too many options like Mm -hmm. yeah so many people go into like a new year for example um and they're like i want to focus on my job my relationship my um family life my wealth my this my that and like all of these completely different topics and it's like then if you don't achieve all of them it's like oh i failed and it's like hard to actually commit time to it any of them individually because you're focusing on all of them so i kind of like the fact like obviously you've got the houses that it's in you've got the sign and you've got a planet to focus on and like kind of try and work through that for that year so like mine this year for example is um the 10th house um my ruling planet is saturn 
and my sign is Aquarius. And I find it really interesting that I got Aquarius this year, considering like there's so many planets in Aquarius this year. But um, and I was talking to Elise before um, we started recording about how I think that because I've I've had Saturn was my ruling planet last year and this year. So I think I like started fearing Saturn and like, I think I was actually working with Saturn a lot and that's why I was getting overwhelmed with like what my Saturn return was going to be when I turned 20. And then now I think that it like, hopefully by the end of this year, I'll be able to have like learned not to fear my Saturn as much and like have that Aquarian energy to my Saturn. (laughs) My theme slash perfection for um the year and obviously it starts my birthday so it's i'm april 26th taurus (laughs) um so it's gonna start after that and mine i thought was very interesting because it is um fourth house um which is like home and family and stuff like that she's gonna have Um, baby no i'm not (laughs) that's not happening um so it's like home and and stuff like that and it's in aquarius which i mean if you sort of think about aquarius it is like one word comes to mind is like freedom like obviously inventing yeah you think of uh, sagittarius with more like that freedom energy but Aquarius is very like inventing new things or a new life, like a new way to be, being more conscious of like um, the things around you and everything like that. Um, and I thought that was a little bit interesting because my goal for this next year is to um, get a caravan and start living more intently and. Um, yeah being like free of the binds that is the society and everything like that mm-hmm. so it's sort of like yeah stepping outside the box which is very aquarius energy in your fourth house like as i said you've got to look at your planets that are in your natal chart in that house mm. and then also look at the planets moving through in that house and sign as well um because you've got your neptune and your uranus mm. just oh yeah also we did want to preface um, if you're not Australian, Australians say Uranus <laughs> for Uranus. We we realize that it sounds like Uranus. Well, that's what we say. It's a yeah. Uranus. Yeah. So if you get if you get confused, if while you hate us saying it, I'm sorry, but that's just that's how we just, say it. We listen to a lot of American podcasts and stuff like that, and, and they, they do say, say Uranus, which I wish sometimes we could say that because. It's less hilarious. I would definitely recommend looking into your your perfections for the year. And I find it really interesting to like see how it's just like obviously like a 12 year cycle. So like the last time that I had my Aquarius 10th house perfection year was when I was nine. Yeah. And it's interesting um, to sort of look back on that and see maybe the themes of what was happening that year, because in astrology, like they always talk about to see your future you've got to see your past you've got to see your past so honestly like i find it so like interesting how i'm like oh yeah that's like like how i'm like oh that's a witchcraft thing or that's like an astrology thing but then it's like pretty much everyone is doing the exact same thing but some people are doing it through techniques that people see as mumbo jumbo bullshit yeah um aka what we do (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and then and then some people see it as fully logical motivational stuff. Yeah, and I, it's literally all the exact same. Like it's people all doing literally the exact same thing, just in different ways. That's the thing. It's like it's all these different labels, and it's kind of annoying because it's like, well, so some are valid and some aren't. But you know, it's like obviously we're kind of moving away from religion now and more internal personal things that people are focusing on in their lives and i feel like it's like pretty much what's happening now is like the same with religions it's like all of the religions did the exact same thing for people said most of the same things and all of that 
but people were just like so in their head that theirs was right and the others were wrong that they couldn't see the fact that they were the same and I feel like that's like what's happening now between like um self-help influencers astrologers psychologists and all of those different types of revenues of self-improvement are all basically downplaying Mm. the others I feel like astrology doesn't do that because astrology works it always advocates um psychology and stuff to be included but I think it's also like us as a society moving into the age of Aquarius don't say that I mean but not as (laughs) they say on Instagram incorrectly but but there's lots of like into that Saturn like I've been saying for so long how I'm so excited for all of these planets moving into into Aquarius because it's such a time for reinvention exactly well yeah it's the it's the same thing with like say for example the law of attraction Mm -hmm. like why was that fine and everyone was doing it five years ago and you know people would believe in that Mm -hmm. and then I'm sitting there being like yeah but that's just like that's just witchcraft yeah exactly people don't know what they're doing and because they have this idea of witchcraft being oh i'm gonna like put blood in my spell and like fucking yeah um, i don't know like love spell and all that bullshit and it's really just like well it's it's, just using every using what the universe has given us to your advantage yeah and you can put them all together in whatever you want to do personally i think like the first time i really started getting into like witchcraft and stuff like that is when um i started listening to this guy i'd read a lot of books about witchcraft and wicca and stuff like that and some things resonated with me and some things didn't so Mm -hmm. i was like well i'm not really i don't believe in this so i'm not going to believe in the whole thing Mm -hmm. where when i started listening to his specific podcast he did a um um and this was like way back when i don't know i guess oh, I podcast told... started being a thing yeah it was like no there was, was no the start of podcast no one was podcast it was, it was like beginning of youtube thing. times yeah it was so weird and i don't even know how i found him anyways um he did this course basically on podcasts he called them pod classes <laughs> um and they were basically like a non-denominational witchcraft basics which which <laughs> resonated with me so much because all the other like witchcraft things that I had seen had also like been on the side of Wicca and that's still a religion mm-hmm. and I did not like the whole religion aspect of things I could not deal with that so that was really great for me because he was like okay I'm gonna teach you the basics and if you don't like something that's fine don't do it mm-hmm. so like that's why I found it to be so great because it's whatever you feel is right you do that for you if it doesn't feel right throw it out the window one thing I think that since getting into astrology I've realized annoys me is mainstream stuff <laughs> like mainstream like how products yes because we all know I mean not we all know you know that I have a very large pet peeve but i think i just realized why Hmm. because so i think that the problem that i have like i think the reason why it took me so long to get into astrology so long to like believe anything spiritual is because of mainstream brands claiming claiming them Mm -hmm. like because when i think about it like the reason i didn't believe in astrology or didn't even look into astrology didn't give it any time of day was because like of girlfriend magazine doing horoscopes (laughs) like because it's like some like something mainstream that every teenage girl at the time would read and have because they wanted to know what was happening with justin and selena and all of that and then there'd just be this horoscope page and you'd read it and it would be like oh you're going to be like because i was a scorpio it was just always about like sex and feeling sexy and sensual and all of this stuff mysterious mysterious and like oh you're gonna find love this week and i'm like i'm 12 i'm not going to find (laughs) the love of my life i don't know what you mean and i think it's the same for witchcraft because like i was just thinking about it then this is my little epiphany is my first introduction to witchcraft was in those same magazines that were telling me about horoscopes they'd do love spells Hmm. and like i'd do a love spell and obviously i'm 12 
And I'm like, oh, it didn't work. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, and no real witch would have been involved in that. It would have just been in like some writer typing up being like, ha, the little girls will love this. They'll get to mix glitter with their glue and mm. put it on their sparkly shoes. Like, you know, like I, I've studied for what, fifth, oh no, 10, over 10 years. And I have n- never done a love spell ever. Well, how did you get me to fall in love with you? It's just a natural magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've never done a love spell. I always thought they were absolutely ridiculous. Mm. And but most of the that's spells... all of the mainstream stuff. Like, that's the thing. that you, You'll go into a witchy store and they'll have like these books that say love spells. And then you go through it and you're just like... I don't know. It's just mm. that... I just hate it. I really yeah. do. And like, because that's the thing as well. Like crystals became really mainstream. And like... So I bought a shit ton of crystals when I was a kid, but I'd put all of my crystals in one bag and just put, I just hadn't, I kept crystals in my pencil case and it was like, I knew nothing about crystals. I I knew what none of them meant. All of the crystals could have been contradicting themselves. I was probably only charging them during an eclipse. And like, I was just like, I wonder why it didn't give me an A plus on my nap plan. You know, like there's like it, it, completely sets you up for failure because it comes into the mainstream media and they tell you like oh this is what everyone's doing blah 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 and then you try it out and you're like this doesn't feel oh that's mm. why i was talking about the feeling right before because you do the love the shitty little love spell from the magazine and you're like this doesn't feel right to me yeah it feels yeah it feels, it feels disingenuine like it feels because it's like even weird. if it does work i don't want that to be the reason Mm. and like all of those things so it just doesn't feel right so then you think it's bullshit and then it wasn't until um i was listening to psychic teachers i think talk about yeah that's Mm -hmm. another really good podcast um i think they were talking about witchcraft and stuff it wasn't until they were talking about how you like what you put down is what you get like the law of attraction as you were saying before it wasn't until they were talking about the law of attraction being like one of the first methods of witchcraft where i was like that aligns a hundred percent with all of my values that is exactly what i think and believe and like all of that type of stuff that i was like well maybe maybe i was given information that made me believe this was bullshit and maybe I should actually look into it before just discrediting it completely Mm -hmm. and I think that that's like one of the hardest things is because like with the way that we're made we're made to always want to be in a community this is such an Aquarius conversation (laughs) (laughs) because we're always made to be like we're, we're as humans we're built to be part of a community I think that instead of us living in a community, because like, for example, like I live in an apartment with probably 150 people. I do not know any single one of the people's names. Like I'm not connected with the people I, that live around me at all. So instead of connecting with those people and building a community that way, we're building communities online and through what well, was pretty much all through line, like even how I talk to you 90% of the time is all through online. And I think then you're, instead of building physical communities, you're building ones based on beliefs and values. And instead of being open to learning more from other communities, because like, cause you feel like if you look, believe something that another community says, then then you are not going to be welcome in the current one that you're in. So I feel like it, forces you to be quite closed-minded even though even if the community that you're in is an open-minded one like astrology mm. you're like because i'm involved in the astrology community i don't want to go into do into this one too much because i don't want that to contradict with my current beliefs mm. and then the people in this community not to like me because that's been one thing that we've been thinking about a lot is like well what community are we trying to build because obviously we are an astrology podcast, but it's like, if we want to talk about witchcraft, we want to talk about mental health. Are people going to get mad that we're talking about other things? Mm. Yeah. I think it's also hard. Like when you finally find a community, so for example, the astrology community or whatever that you connect with, when you don't connect with everything, 
then it's like, well, you don't want to let anyone know. Otherwise, you'll be like, you feel like you'll be shunned. Mm. It is a little bit, which I've just recently noticed because I was like, why are people getting into it so much? And obviously, they're wanting something to connect with and to explain things and blah, 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 blah. But it's the fear mongering aspect that I really don't like. Mm -hmm. And when it's like, I mean, sometimes we like the gloom say shit on the podcast, like, oh, I'm scared about my satin, like, but like when it comes down to it, it's like I'm scared of it, but because I'm scared of it, I'm gonna work through it. Yeah, instead exactly. of being it's like, just being, let's like... go hide in a cave and hope it never happens. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's how a lot of people have found their way to astrology is because they've been like, oh my god, like the astrologers have said that this was gonna happen this year and this was gonna happen and and it happened and. Like, if they tell me I'm going to be in a fucking car crash tomorrow, like, that must be true, like, and all this mm. stuff. So it's that fear, fear-mongering that I absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. And it's also, like, I feel like so many people have come to astrology, and this is, like, another one of those mainstream things that I feel like is turning people off astrology, is someone will, like, a lot of people are using astrology to justify negative behaviors Mm -hmm. and things that they need to improve on and they're like well i don't need to work on it because Mm -hmm. that's just the way i am that's such that is probably one of the biggest misconceptions about astrology because every time i like encounter a person and they don't believe in astrology like usually i don't bring astrology up like mm. i might say it under my breath or whatever if i know you someone have in the like group you, knows you, about astrology mm. and i can be like <laughs> mm. but i don't bring it up because i'm not gonna convince you of astrology yeah, you know and the only reason and but people will bring it up because you know it was exactly the same when i was vegetarian I would never bring up the fact that I was vegetarian to anyone or have a conversation with anyone about the fact that I was vegetarian. But if they saw I was vegetarian, then they had to ask me why a million times and get me to fully justify it to them. And then I'd be like, I'm doing it for this reason. And then they'd be like, well, I don't want to do that for that reason. And I'm like, that's, that's fine. Yeah. You're like, I'm I'm not forcing you. I'm not forcing you. You just, you just, you just asked why I, why I'm doing something a certain way. So then my answer literally turned from like being like, these are all of the reasons that this is important to me to like, then because the self justification to other people was just so difficult. I just ended up being like, Oh, cause I'm an idiot would be my response because it was just easier than having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's why I inevitably stopped was because I was like, like just because all of the, like I didn't, I forced myself to stop thinking of all of the reasons that I would do it because I just didn't want to have those conversations mm-hmm. anymore. So then it was like, Oh, I'm only doing it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I kept it like obviously witchcraft and stuff to myself for so long because I'm like, listen, one, I don't want to have this conversation with you. I'm not trying to convince you of every, anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not co- trying to convince you it's real. I, you should do it. Like anything like that. That is, it's my personal preference. Mm, it's your practice. Yeah. And and like people would just like come at me and be like, well, tell me why it should work. And I'm like, I'm no. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need to. <laughs> if you want to figure it out, go on the internet, yeah. like go research yourself mm-hmm. And like the yeah, the thing about astrology is like obviously you do have to figure it out yourself, and you can't just like I'm sorry if you're a cancer, but if you can't just see all of the cancer memes telling you that you're a crazy bitch, and then tell yourself that it's okay for you to be a crazy mm-hmm. bitch, and that you're only and that you're gonna be a crazy bitch forever because that's not how it works. Mm. And like one of my um. Uh, it's my mum's neighbor she's getting into astrology and she like asked me questions about like compatibility and like reading charts and like is this a bad thing is this a good thing and I'm like honestly it's like you can have whatever chart you want if you don't work through the shit in your chart you're not going to be a good person (laughs) I'm like you need it doesn't matter whether you are a 12th house um 12th house Pisces stellium or whatever because that's like the twelfthest of the twelve. Yeah. Um. You can you, like it. None of that matters unless you you work through it. Mm. You know, like if you work like my husband, he's an Aries moon. If 
he's worked through the negatives of having an Aries moon and now he only uses it to his advantage. Like, cause like he's got it in the 10th house. So he's able to use it in work, use it positively, use it to motivate him instead of being overcome by anger and all of these things that you would typically associate with an Aries moon. So I'm getting quite heated, but um, <laughs> it just, it just makes me really angry when people does, yeah. like, will be like, there's like one negative trait about one of their placements and they're like, yep, that's who I am. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not work through that shit. Mm, Otherwise you're just going to be it again. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, a lot of people sort of, especially like seeing that online, that's what they go to immediately. Mm. Like I did have, cause that's the first thing you see. If you're getting into astrology, the first thing that you're going to download is is the memes. You see all the memes being like, um yeah well I had a, a situation where and usually I wouldn't say anything because I'm not the type of person that's gonna go online Incite and violence. attack this person <laughs> but like he he has such a large platform and he's in the self-help category um that but he's like, small enough to see a message yeah exactly um it just took a couple of days but um yeah he was like this is why i hate astrology blah 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 and he literally just reposted a meme or whatever or twitter thing um and the person was like oh i hate astrology because it makes um someone be like like make excuses for their personality or something like because you're a shithead like Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever and usually i'm just like whatever next um but I don't know what the fucking moon was in at that time that I decided to have a, have a chat and it wasn't aggressive or anything like that. I was just like, listen, like you can't invalidate astrology based on a couple of people's cuz they're not they're not astrologers. Exactly. I'm like, sure, delve into astrology, research it as much even though it fucking takes years, but research it, then maybe come to me or figure out that it's not for you. That's fine. But don't like, especially having such a large audience, don't be like, um, astrology is invalid because I know nothing about it and I haven't seen it in my life or seen it work at all because I don't literally know anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't just, I don't know. It just got me annoyed. Anyways, he finally replied a couple of days later and, um, his reply was his reply was a lot nicer than I thought because you're. Uh, although, I, I don't although think he Elise, expected my. Uh, although Lisa Elisa's message was. Um, it wasn't aggressive. Very concise. It was um, very Aries Mars energy. Please stop being stop using astrology memes to justify your toxic behavior. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is it just me, or do you have an urge to just delete this episode? No, I think it's really it's good. Just me. It's just you. It's a hundred percent just you. Maybe we should never record on an Aquarius moon because this is fucking me up. And that's a great way to end the podcast. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back next time we make an episode. Not putting any pressure on us. But um, definitely stay tuned because we're going to be doing a compatibility episode, which is yeah, very exciting. Valentine's Day. Um. And actually, we've got a TikTok now as well. well we, we haven't posted anything. We currently have a TikTok, but we're going to make one and yeah. do some nice little witchy... I thought you made one. I thought we had a name. No, not a TikTok. Oh, we haven't, secu- we haven't secured the name yet. We haven't secured. We're going to secure the name, but stay tuned because we're going to have a TikTok. We're going to be posting little short astrology videos there, yeah. have some fun little... Um... I feel so old. Being, I feel out of place with TikTok, so... But TikTok is is a whole different ball game for me. I don't know whether I'm allowed to be on it or not. Yeah, I'm like I, I feel I feel too old to be on it personally. I don't like that. Never mind. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> or may the stars be forever in your favor. Wait, no, 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 no. Pause and then do it. Okay. Pause. Quietly. Yep. And may the stars be forever in your favor.